Welcome to the Honest Business Podcast. This is the show for ambitious, value-driven business owners who are actively building a business that works for them. Hi, I'm Mae James, and I'm here to make scaling your business easier and more rewarding than ever. Each week, we will dive into simple, sustainable strategy and pragmatic leadership discussion to support you as you take imperfect action on your entrepreneurial journey. If you want to stay ahead, exceed your growth goals, and have a purposeful, thriving business, then keep on listening. Hello and welcome back to the Honest Business Podcast. I hope you are very well. Today we are going to talk about things that have changed or that having a podcast has allowed me to do since having a podcast. So we are about 20 months into having a podcast. It's probably actually a bit more than that now at the time of recording 21. We're not yet at two years, but we're kind of creeping up to that. And I thought I would do this episode to kind of share some of the pros that I have seen from having a podcast because we did an episode last year, which was about should you add a podcast to your business model or your marketing strategy? And it did really, really well. And so I think this is an episode that people are quite interested in. And I thought as a nice follow up, we could talk about you know, what has it actually allowed us to do? What have I got data on? Or what have I got anecdotal evidence to support that, um, you know, is it worth the time investment? Is it worth the financial investment? And kind of what impact has it had in our business? Now, what I want to say before I start, I've got kind of seven to 10 pointers on this, is I'm also going to share as well what I hope for it to do in the future for us as well. But I just want to preference this by saying, I think that you can really get out of the podcast, whatever you want it to. So if you come with a set of objectives before you start your podcast, I think you can manipulate it so that it will do that. There were certain things that we built into the Honest Business podcast that was an idea and a kind of desire to happen um, with it. The only thing I couldn't really manipulate I don't believe was the time it was going to take for that to happen. So, and some of the things I'm going to talk about, like they haven't taken 20 months to get there. It's just, I wanted to reflect and have enough time to kind of give you a real, real well-rounded group of thoughts on. So the Honest Business Podcast is obviously, if you listen regularly, a solo podcast. It isn't a podcast that has guests. It isn't a podcast that really has a random format necessarily it's quite a like standard thing most of you who listen every week know what you're going to get you know it's going to be me speaking you know there isn't going to be a guest you know that it's roughly going to be between sort of 15 to 40 minutes sometimes an hour long but we've tried to not do hour long episodes anymore because I think actually 20 to 40 minutes is kind of a nice place to sit um and the general format of what you're going to get from it I think is quite clear for people we sometimes do more personal stuff which is somewhat around this and less it's more about me and then most of the time we do more contextualized stuff which is about you know a specific business strategy or a specific part of business strategy or a specific area of business or Q&A's like we're very much about giving you information giving you perspective giving you things to think about for you to then go off and do something with so from that, here's what we've managed to to do and achieve and see in the business from what's happened. So my number one thing is that lead time has reduced. Now, this is beautiful and fantastic because this has some, been something that was the purpose of the podcast from the start. So part of the purpose of doing the podcast was, can we reduce 
the sales process time? Can we reduce the lead time that it's taken if somebody actually wants to then say, hey, I'm a lead or hey, can you help me? Or what is the process of working together? That has been something that was kind of a main point of thing that we wanted to achieve from it. I would say that that didn't come from the start. You know, it wasn't three months in that that happened, but now it definitely does. And it works in a magnificent way. So not everybody who works with us is going to listen to the podcast, but there is a definite interest in proportion who use the podcast. And it might be you listening now. You might be sitting there thinking, yes, this was me. This was us previously and now you're a client or it might be that you're thinking Do you know what? I'm, st- I'm doing this right now like I want to work with you eventually but I haven't for whatever reason but this is kind of something that I do use to kind of guide me to know that I do want to work with you so that has been something that has been ongoing and we've seen people identify self-identifying and say you know they'll come and say things like I've binged all the podcast or I listen to the podcast every week or your podcast is my favorite podcast to listen to like there's been some really nice anecdotal data that people have shared with us that has really helped me to fully understand that yes this has been the case the benefit of that is I believe that it's saving me money and I believe that it's helping the whole business overall which is great that is important to me because what you may or may not know is that in my business we have a long lead time sometimes so we tend to get it where People either find me and buy from me within a week. Sometimes it's hours, sometimes it's days. Or we have the other side of the spectrum where people then listen and watch for years. And I'm talking like two years. Now, there's nothing wrong with either of those um, situations. I intend of keeping those as as a thing in the business. It's not about us manipulating to try and remove one or the other. But it's about us understanding why do people sit for X amount of time? What makes somebody jump in after a week? Yada, yada, yada. And there's pros and cons to both. So it's not that one's better than the other. But what I did want to make sure was that we had a way of actually making sure that if someone does sit in the camp, if they want a year or two years or three years, how do they know that when they come and work with us, it is such a full bodied yes, then it means that the sales process at the point in which they identify themselves is really short because they already know, and this does happen. So people will now come and be like, they'll start going, like, I will say, you know, do you understand this? Do you understand that? Blah, blah, blah. And they're all like, yeah, yeah, man, I totally get it. Because they've been listening to the podcast. So I think there's a real, it benefits the business in multiple different areas. In terms of lead time, yes. In terms of sales conversion, yes. In terms terms of sales, um, length of sales process, yes. Even in terms of the sales system that we use and how effectively that works definitely has impacted next up increases visibility that is definitely something that's really worked and has helped mainly on the sense of it's made it easier for other people externally to refer and share because they can say to people do you listen to this podcast or have you listened to this episode It, it gives them a point of difference for them to share on and i think if you think about that have a think about for yourself and your business what is it about your business and marketing strategy that you've got right now that is shareable? A couple of years ago, 
it was enough to have a really interesting Instagram for people to share. And I'm not saying that that doesn't exist anymore, but I'm just suggesting that it's really an interesting perspective to think, right, what is it that people are going to share? For some people, it's a low ticket offer. For some people, it's a really amazing freebie. For some people, it is a really interesting channel that they use in their business, like a TikTok, for example. But I would say a podcast is a really nice way to increase visibility generally, obviously, but also to increase visibility via an almost referral model. But we're not talking about referral in terms of sales. We're talking about referral in terms of just audience exploration and understanding that you exist. And that has been something that's really interesting and really nice. And it adds a nice touch point that people otherwise wouldn't have. Number three is around sharing a message consistently. The podcast over the last, you know, year and a half to nearly two years now has really helped to share a message consistently that matters and that gives it the the space and the time that it deserves to have breadth and understanding and conversation versus short-term short-form content that is like bang 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 here you go have a great time now you leave you forget about it after two minutes this has been a really nice way for a message to sit And what I've noticed with that is, is that people will regurgitate back to me similarities that are on the podcast. Now, what I mean by that is I'm not saying it's like, oh, people are saying the same thing because let's say like everybody's going to say the same thing eventually. (laughs) Business strategy is business strategy. What I mean is, is you can tell that people as a collective understand a message and you only really get this, I think, once you have a community of people who are bought into what you're doing. So when I'm saying people who I'm meaning with this is people who listen to the podcast consistently, therefore understand a thread of how I sort of work and what my stance is on various business topics. And you can see that they've compiled that within themselves. And I think that's a really interesting thing when you're thinking about how do you share a message consistently, especially if part of your mission as a business is to educate people or to inspire people or to help people see something that maybe don't see prior to that. Number four, the thing that the podcast has allowed me to do is to help so many more people. And this has really been a beautiful thing. This was one of the main, this was beyond like, forget about the like selfish reasons to start a podcast. The main reason for starting a podcast was a hundred percent to be able to help more people. And so that people don't have to work with me. It was like, how can they have a weekly thing that instead of paying for a private podcast or instead of paying for some kind of subscription, they just get it for free every single week if they want to on a Wednesday and they get some sort of learning from me. And that was such a huge motivator for doing the podcast. And I'm really happy to say that it is working. And what I'm really looking forward to is that going even further than it does right now, because it's very much at its tiny, tiny infancy of kind of what it could do. Number five has been increasing client support. And again, this was a real intentional one. So what I envisioned for the podcast to do is that everybody who worked with us or with me was advised to therefore listen to the podcast alongside whatever work they were doing with me to add an additional value add to whatever they were doing. But again, instead of having it behind a paywall and instead of saying it was a client only podcast, I said, no, let's just give it to everybody And let's just see what people take. And I've really seen this where if clients pair the podcast with the work they're doing and they can find specific episodes that maybe really resonate with the piece of work that we're doing together, it allows them to really explore that piece of work we're doing in a deeper way than they can just when they're spending that time with me. 
And then you've also got the joy of the people who don't work with me are just listening to the podcast in silo, maybe. And that's cool. They get something from it. But there was a real thing in my head of I wanted to start the podcast in order to allow for clients to kind of have this additional piece of me where they don't have to speak one on one with me, but they were still having my input in their week at least once per week. And it is really nice to see that, as I said, not every single client does listen to the podcast, but a lot of people do listen. Some of them consistently every week to every episode. Hello, if that is you, I love you. Um, And for some people, it's like the odd client, oh, I'll say to them, have you gone and listened to X, Y, and Z on the podcast? I think it will really help you following our discussion we've just had. And that's a really nice way of increasing client support and kind of increasing their ability to, again, another touch point with me but without it having to be a one-on-one or something they have to pay for. Because ultimately I'm not charging them for the podcast because it's free, which is great. Um, Number six, what the podcast has allowed me to do or has given me is that it has removed some, and I say some because not all, but some of the freebie issue or lack thereof a freebie issue. And what I mean by that is... um, kind of I've had complete brain fog (laughs) if anybody else has brain fog and suffers with brain fog or has a chronic illness where you get brain fog it is the worst thing and over the last few months I've been really suffering from it um Lily you can leave this in if you want my amazing podcast manager because I'm sure some of you will resonate with this I get brain fog and it's the most frustrating thing and I feel like I'm never going to remember anything ever again I was talking about the freebie issue right (laughs) So um, some of the freebie issue has been resolved. What I mean by freebies, I mean an opt-in, a lead magnet, something that helps people to become um, part of knowing who we are, what we do, and potentially want to work with us. Obviously, what the podcast hasn't done is it hasn't then provided email addresses, which is what if you're going to have an opt-in or a freebie, you tend to are exchanging value in exchange for an email address. It has not done that because we don't require people to have an email address in order to listen to the podcast. However, it has open and openly nurtured people and has openly gone on people to the point of wanting to work with us, which is essentially at the point of the same point that you would want to try and get to if you had an opt-in in your funnel as part of your sales process. Now, I am not sat here saying that you have to, like, I'm not saying start a podcast and don't have a freebie or an opt-in. That's not what I'm saying. You do need to have, ideally, some kind of opt-in and some kind of way of people exchanging email addresses in, you know, exchange for something. But what I am suggesting is that for many people I speak to, they struggle if their clients are at a certain level or a certain caliber or in a certain industry or at a certain point in business, they can struggle with what is the freebie going to be? What is that value exchange going to be? And again, I'm not so I'm suggesting that you could potentially have a podcast as part of that. You could have it as a private podcast where you do exchange the email address or you do what we do, which is where you have two and you have um, the podcast and you do also have the opt in. But it's kind of like a two way street. But I think it's a nice thing to look at if you're someone who is in the camp of thinking we are just constantly riding around on this issue of need an opt-in I need something that is a value add and how do we exchange that with people number seven 
this really makes me happy that the podcast has allowed me to do. So the podcast has allowed me to feel really proud of what we are putting out. So when people search, um, you know, my name, for example, and they're consuming my content, it very much pleases me that it does feel put together. Now, that's subjective. They might view it and think it's a load of shit and they don't like it. And you might say, you think, well, it doesn't feel put together to me. But what I mean by that is that there's a consistency and there's an actual value add. So instead of them just finding, like, I don't know, let's say they're going to consume content via Instagram, instead of that just being a lot of short form pieces of content, which can be great and can be so fantastically amazing, they can, if they dig deep enough, find pieces of content that will help them consume so much with me that they will easily know whether or not I'm for them pretty much straight away. And that's what's really exciting. Like if someone can go on a seven hour, like binging episode of watching like the podcast, whether that's on YouTube or whether listening via whatever app they listen to it on, that's very exciting in terms of how quickly they can get to the point of understanding whether they like me or not. And this whole no like and trust factor thing, the podcast really allows people to do fast. It was part of the reason we started visually recording it because yes, obviously from a content perspective, it helps as well, but it was also around how do we just, I I tend, I tend intensify. My goodness. Today is not the day to be recording podcasts. I'm sorry if you're listening. Um, How can they identify if it's like an immediate goer? If they're just like 100% I'm all in with her or they're like 100% I can't stand her. Because we've got to be open, right? There is going to be some people who just don't like me and they don't like you and that it's not, it's not like malicious. It's just that they're not for you and they're not for me. And that's okay. But what I think a lot of businesses struggle with is how do you filter out those people? How do you get to the bottom of that faster? And I would say that the podcast has really allowed me to get a system in place to do that for me without me having to actively try and make that happen. So those are the things that having a podcast has allowed me to do 20 months in. Has it made more money? I would say yes. I would say in terms of actually identifying and tracking that, it's so difficult. We haven't got a KPI or a data system that is telling me, the podcast has made you X amount of money because if we don't make any direct revenue off sort of advertising or anything like that, it definitely does help in terms of contracts being signed. However, I would really push the fact that it's not the podcast that's doing that um, exclusively. It's this idea of having a beautifully multi-touch marketing system and a marketing strategy that is really important for people to have. And that's great. You know, I think that's lovely that we've got more evidence that shows that actually there's not one solution that's going to magically change your business. It's about how do you incorporate a real multi-touch, multidisciplinary approach to marketing. So I think that's very exciting. But I do have some hopes for what it will do in the future. So I thought I'd share them. There's not many. There's a couple. I continue to, I intend to continue the podcast. I really appreciate when you send responses, thoughts, ideas, episode requests. That all sort of helps shape the podcast. I do have some hopes for what it's going to continue to do and also do that it hasn't done yet. So I'd love for it to continue to do all the things that we've mentioned before, particularly in terms of helping people convert faster, because that has really helped um, the business's bottom line. 
and it's really helped with time and with stress and it's just been great. So I would love for that to continue to happen. The big thing I would like to happen that isn't currently really going on is I'd like people to find me via the podcast first. So we are still in a position where we're pushing traffic to the podcast rather than the podcast pushing traffic to us. And that's a size issue. That's a, you know, um, listenership issue. That's, that's just, I don't have a huge audience. So that I would love to get to a point where it is spitting people back to me. You can argue that it is doing that in the sense of what we talked about earlier in terms of the referral thing. And that definitely is true in the sense of because people have something to share as in the episode or the podcast as a whole saying, you know, this is my favorite podcast. We are, people are then finding us organically through that. But what would be really nice would be for people to, when they're searching for a business podcast to listen to, that they then find us that way, which if they type a certain topic or um, query into their search app, for example, that they are like the podcast app, our episodes do come up, which is great. They're searchable. That's lovely. But it's just about intensifying how much that actually is. Um, And the other thing to note is what I would love for the podcast to do in the future and continue to do is I'd love for it to help people to actually make more money and live happier lives and for that impact to be global. So we know we've got about 38 or 39 countries around the world tune in or have tuned in at some point, which is really nice. Um, And I hope, you know, from those countries, somebody somewhere has been impacted. I know that that is the case because I've had lovely messages from some of you who say thank you and thanks for putting the resource into making this happen. Um, But I would like for that to really be bigger. I'd like for more people to implement something. You know, when we talk through episodes where I'm like, I would try this, I would look at that, I would work through that step, the next step would be this. I'd love for more people to action that that we talk about and therefore come back and say thank you this has happened um because we have that on a small level now and it's really nice so expansion again it's all about expansion of message and expansion of impact and that is what having a podcast has allowed me to do 20 months in what i would say is it's not a secret fix it is not magically gonna create hundreds of thousands of people queuing at your door to want to work with you in my opinion again I'm not saying that that doesn't happen but for me that hasn't happened it's not something that you do because none of your marketing is working and therefore this is the great thing to decide to throw into the mix I really don't think it is I think it's also important to mention the cost of trying to do a podcast like um, I do think it's good with your time in the sense of I record one day a month and I think that that is a good use of my time But I then obviously pay for um, editing. I have an amazing podcast manager and producer and she kind of deals with everything. So there is a cost associated with that to the business and you have to kind of be prepared for that unless you're going to do it yourself and try and weigh up, you know, does that benefit your business or does it not? So it's definitely not a golden ticket. It's definitely not a kind of do this and your business is going to be perfect. But I 100% would recommend starting a podcast if it's the right time in your business and maybe go and listen to the other episode that I have mentioned about um, earlier about should you add a podcast into your marketing strategy because I know a lot of people had listened to that because they were also weighing that up but I love the podcast I love the honest business podcast I just want to say thank you for listening if you do if you're a regular whether this is the first episode you've listened to hopefully you're going to subscribe please leave a review please share on social please 
um say what you like and tell me what you love about the podcast and if you have ideas and um episodes that you would like me to cover also shout and say hello and say i'd love for you to cover this and i will add it to the list for this year because we've definitely got a few gaps where um topics have not been decided or put in there as a solid goer yet so take care have a lovely week have a lovely day have a lovely evening and i will speak to you on the next episode bye thanks for listening to the honest business podcast if you enjoyed today's episode make sure that you are subscribed and if you'd like to support the podcast please share it with others and leave a rating and review to catch up with all the latest from me you can follow me on instagram at may.james underscore where i share the raw uncut behind the scenes reality of what running multiple businesses every day truly looks like as always links and any resources that were mentioned in the episode will be in the show notes below That's all for this episode and I look forward to seeing you next time.